Quest podcast live and direct Heart Mountain, Oregon sitting in the wall tent day one of our uh, November Heart Mountain number three was there five tags Bob? yep five tags, me and Bob have two of the five and we're up here in paradise sitting in the wall tent wood stove going, cracking yeah. What's going on, Bob the Bow Hunter? Not much. We've been chasing deer today, so it's been good. We're not catching any deers. <laughs> no, not catching deers today, but we saw a few. It was a good first day. It was, uh, I rolled in at, well, what time did I get in? Five? Five thirty. Five thirty. so. So, I guess we can back up. So, I showed up uh, three days prior. Mm-hmm. Um, came to set up camp and do some scouting. Um, Bob's got a three-year-old, and we didn't want him, him not to be there for Halloween. And my little girls miss me a lot, but they're not three years old anymore. And <laughs> I called and talked to them, and, and they had a good one. So, but yeah, I came set up camp, and at first I'm calling Bob, and I'm like, "Well, I got a." 20 does here and i got 10 does here and 36 does there and you're like where's the box you need to find some box <laughs> quit looking for does yeah Still man so uh i i just kept turning up those and kind of getting the camp dialed in and just really really just driving around scouting and and at the last evening before bob showed up halloween I started turning up some bucks and kind of got excited. I was like, they were definitely pushing does and um, it was hard to sleep that night. And Bob showed up and that's where we're at today. Opening day was today. Yeah. And uh, we went right to uh, one of those bucks James found last night, I guess it was. Yep. And we found him this morning. He just was not in a good spot with the wind. And the big open face he was on, and he's kind of in a tough spot. We ended up kind of chasing him again tonight, too, and the wind kind of still caught us. So, real nice buck, though, and we saw a couple other nice bucks. Yeah. So, uh, 
So I mean, it was a good good opening mm -hmm. day. I mean, the hard part is this is only a seven day hunt, so it mm -hmm. is like wow, there's one of yeah. seven. Yep. The, the the clock is ticking. Exactly. It's stressful when you only have that many days, but it's good, man. When you know, we're our expectations aren't too high, so yeah. And it was uh, our first time hunting together, so I had a ton of fun getting out to burn a little boot leather with Bob and glassing and and doing a little sneaking i mean we did we did uh catch a a, a large fork and horn james likes large fork and horns he's mm. just like my dad my dad's dream oh. bucks like a 30 inch fork and horn so we uh we saw one today and uh yeah he was pumped i got excited <laughs> it was a huge porky and he was rotten yeah he was and rotten. uh we were just uh we were just actually driving up the road in the and bob side by said look going to a hunting spot and and we went ahead and it was mid midday yeah it was yeah. yeah we were actually headed back for breakfast to mm -hmm. to uh get our gopros and stuff yeah yeah so bob spilled the beans oh yeah gopros gopros, yeah, GoPros. we're yeah. moving up in the world <laughs> yeah so we're we're uh we're gonna try to uh document a little bit of this stuff uh and, and hopefully share a little bit of it where it's amateur hour for sure but we did bring mm -hmm. an IT guy we brought a camera guy uh, to uh, help us out a little bit uh, an old friend of mine and it's kind of holding camp down and showing us how to run some stuff and shooting some b-reel and so yeah it's, it should be fun mm-hmm yeah. yeah and we got we got in on that fork and horn kind of yep right? got on the fork and horn and we slid around and um, I, I mean, honestly, I mean, just kind of new to the whole open country thing. I've done a little bit of, of it. It's been a long time, and and just kind of following Bob's uh, lead, and and uh, we slid right into that uh, those deer. There ended up being some does, and he was kind of working his way towards them, I think. And um, he was we, down in some thick aspen kind aspen, of aspen. Yeah, but he was he was only probably seventy five yards from those does, and we were. 75 yards from the does so we were probably 150 from the buck and it was looking like a good setup it was just patience we had good wind mm -hmm. the doe had one of the does had, had pegged us kind of but we were in the sh shadows and she wasn't sure so things were progressing i thought mm -hmm. pretty well and then they busted and i was like i don't know i kept checking the wind and i was like i knew we had good wind and I was like, they got our win because that was the behavior that they exhibited when they ran. I was like, they got our win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just took off. Yeah, and it was total like wind bust, right? Mm -hmm. Like no no messing around, no blowing, nothing. And then I realized that one of our one of the other five, one of five, two of the five were on the hill, <laughs> was moving on the same deer with bad wind. Yeah. And so that that was that. Yeah, that was that. Was that and we. Uh, I don't know, we had a good first day. Yeah, for Seems sure. Beautiful country, kind of warm. Yeah, it was a warm. For, it was cold. It was it wasn't cold this morning, but it was kind of cloudy and rainy. And by this afternoon, this afternoon we decided we're trying to cover ground. We're trying to find bucks, but we hate we hate driving the road. So we hiked. We're like we're hiking over the biggest mountain in this place. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna find the biggest buck. Yeah. So that's what we did this afternoon. And we're, minus finding the biggest buck. Yeah, minus finding the biggest buck. Yeah. And it got hot, so we're <laughs> we're hacking up this mountain. Going, what are we doing? But we got up there, and it was it was beautiful. We glassed till almost dark, and then we came back down because we're 
in that same area where that and kind of where the story started when we the, the buck we were going after we kind of gave him a soft push and 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 we didn't have good wind to go after him yeah and then we kind of relocated him in the evening and once again we didn't have the time or the wind to go after him so it was kind of nice to see that we still had those deer there and they yeah. weren't really good they didn't get pushed into the next canyon or anything. yeah yeah we and, did the right thing by leaving them they're still there so yeah. but they're just not in a good spot so we're gonna go find some other ones in the yeah way. we've got to we've got to kind of de- kind of break this unit down we've got an area that we've been told uh by uh, uh friends and whatnot that we should be checking on so i think that's the game plan for tomorrow and if you guys haven't noticed we're gonna run this podcast day by day so we're gonna kind of check in with you guys every day and this is uh, day one of a seven day um probably a once in a lifetime hunt for me and uh, bob i mean we could if we were diligent we could get it again in 15 17 years but mm-hmm. which doesn't seem right right i mean yeah it's not worth that many years yeah. but it's oregon and it's it's fun we we chose to do it for different reasons than big bucks yeah so they're here uh, though yeah it's good yeah so yeah that's yeah i'm operating on no sleep for a few days so like literally tomorrow i'll hopefully be a little more springy a little more spring in my step tomorrow so (laughs) yeah so this is just day one hopefully we have more more uh, action to to share with you guys and uh we will check in with you guys tomorrow day two day two Heart Mountain in the wall tent. It's uh, I don't know nine o'clock. Windy today. Lots of how windy? Lots of wind. How windy, Bob? A lot of wind. So that's where you're hearing the stove pipes creaking and the tent flapping. When did the wind start? Probably four or something in the morning. Yeah. Three or four middle of the night. Flexing. I mean, yeah. just blowing hard. And. We uh, got up and what was the game plan? We went down low, checked the west end of the unit this morning, kind of some new country. So that's where we were at daylight and we didn't see anything down there. So after we glassed down there for the morning, we came back up, got the wheeler we were in the truck because there's some main roads down there and stuff and went back up on yeah, the hills we, we could went, yeah the camp. west slopes everyone told us the west slopes were going to be gotta glass the west slopes yep. well we did that yeah we did <laughs> and then uh, yeah then we came up here and we actually found a buck right, right, away, right away this morning when we got up here real pretty buck yeah Nice. Big nice body, one. double throat patch, dark horns, real, real splayed out. Mm-hmm. It's a real pretty buck. Yeah. Seven does and a, and a small buck. Maybe more. I don't. I never Nine, counted yeah. those. There was a pile. A of grip. Yeah, so. A fleet. There was a fleet of them. Um, we were trying to come up with a game plan, and the, it's never ideal. You know, they're either in a good spot and the wind's bad or the wind's good and they're in a bad spot or, but this was kind of a pretty good situation. Like, go ahead. You explain it, Bob. Well, they were 
when we first saw them, they were kind of bedded up in there, a little draw out of the wind. And they were between kind of some rim rock and another ridge. So there are two the, ridges there. Yeah, the way the wind was, we couldn't come above them. That would have been awesome if we could have yeah, dropped them. Yeah, it would have been them. perfect. A guy could have just went yeah. in there and, and we, had a chance. And, and where they were, like, they were too far from those rim rocks to come in from one side and too far from the ridge line to come in from the other side. There wasn't a lot of cover. So we decided to kind of... And they're on the move, so it's not like yeah. you can dilly-dally around. You... So we so we made the call. James was going to go in on the rim rock side, and I was going to go around the back side of the ridge and almost kind of like, if one of us bumped him, maybe it'd kind of push him by the other guy. So, so that's what we did. James kind of went down, dropped me off, and then he drove back up around the top of the mountain and came in from the other side. And I went in the back, up the back side of that ridge, and I was just getting up probably 100 yards from the top of the ridge. I was like, oh, this might work. It, there's quite a bit of cover. Feeling good. And I look up, and I see a doe's head over the sagebrush. Got me pegged. They'd already, for some reason, they'd already came all the way up over. And we watched them for a little while. I mean, they were, we didn't think they were going to boogie out of that draw by any means, but they'd already came over the other side of that ridge. So I sat down behind the brush there could see through the sagebrush kind of the tops of a couple of their heads for a little bit and then I lost track of them and then I heard one snort so I thought well the game's over so I kind of peeked up over the sagebrush didn't see anything wait a little bit and then I circled down I kind of went down around lower to make sure if they were there I'd still kind of bump them towards James Got around lower. I mean, I could see that whole draw nothing. So I thought, well, they must must have went up over the ridge towards James. So I kind of started heading that way. And as I got to the top of the ridge, there was a little bit of cover, a couple rocks, kind of a little rim rock up there. So I thought I'll slip around that. And as I started to slip around that, I saw the tops of that buck's horns. And he was probably, I don't know, 80 yards or something. And I see the top of his horns, kind of top of a doe's head. And I thought, well, crap if I can get down through those rocks I might be able to pop up right there and get a shot one of the does you know they'd already been spooked so they were on high alert one of them was already kind of looking my way so kind of last ditch effort I thought well I'll give it a shot worst case spook them towards James so I got down I got on that rim rock they stayed they stayed and as I and I not had arrow knocked and I was probably 35 yards maybe and I was on that debate of whether I should just try to, you know, kind of ease up and slow draw or kind of, you know, just pop up and shoot. So I went for the, I'll just pop up and shoot because I was already pegged and that didn't work. So as I, as I drew back, they, they split right out of there and they just went up. James couldn't get around, around them up above because of the wind. He the wind high and, and I thought sky, I thought I'd skyline myself. Yeah. And I got into that rim rock and I thought. 50-50, if they decided to go under the rim rock, I was in the most blacktail ninja spot ever. Yeah. And I was going to just be set up for a shot. And so I held there, I don't know, for 15 or 20 minutes. And while I was holding tight, they were passing above me probably. Yeah. Or they were. Yeah. I hooked around all the way around, to, you know, to make sure to try to bump them down instead of above. And 
Yeah, by the time I got up there, they were already out of that draw and actually kind of ran back down across by where James had parked. <laughs> so we figured that we'd already marked off the west slope and we kind of, I'd scouted a, a section of this unit where we were getting into deer, but that's where the other, uh, there's five hunters. And yeah, uh, so three, three hunters are, All everybody's hunting the same, same area. So we're trying to find some more remote ground. Mm -hmm. And so we, we checked out uh, the north and northeast end of the unit and it just didn't hold the water. I mean, the habitat was great but the water wasn't there right yeah so it we was... went way out and basically out in these big sage flats out in the desert and we saw some cool stuff we saw an old rock house from yeah 100 200 year old rock house a lot of nice sagebrush but zero deer tracks and, and that was a i mean we probably spent five hours out there yeah i mean it took up a lot of the day a, lot of the a day. long ways out there and we really looked it all over and, and decided that that's not where we'll be hunting for deer <laughs> because deer do not live there. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So that, that, that was, that was that. Yeah. Um, we have, I think two other mystery areas that kind of need to be checked off. And even though we kind of know that where the deer are at, um, finding some, yeah, nobody, unmolested deer is always yeah, good. Yeah. Nobody likes to hunt where everybody else is, but that's where all the deer are, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> At least everybody else is three other hunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though those it's other not like three have yeah. or anything, so it, it's fine. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go back and where we know the deer are in the morning. Well, last night or I'm sorry, tonight. Yeah. We it, got back up basically we got back up to the mountain right before dark. Right before dark. And we kinda buzzed out that one end. And we saw the two of the other guys, but we got up to the other end, and we did see a little four-point and some does. Yeah. And then we saw another little group, a couple does. So we're going to uh, get up early and head up over the mountain and be over there at daylight. And we know that other big buck, that 4 by 3 we saw yesterday and kind of chased around. He'll be up that same spot tomorrow, too. So, Like, our phone's working, like three places on this whole mountain and so we've checked weather and it looks like it's going to get colder and that will be uh useful i think uh yeah. on our last five days um yeah. and yeah we're just going to keep grinding away and and trying different things and seeing if we can't get blood on our hands yeah tomorrow's right. the day all right we'll check with you guys tomorrow day three heart mountain mule deer november 3rd Yep. Yep, yep. It was a good day. Chased around the same buck all day, basically, right? Yep. Clean four. Yeah, it's a nice buck. Came close three or four times, but no shots fired today. No shots fired. Not yet. We're on uh, three days of no shooting, but we've been close quite a few times, so... Tomorrow's the day, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's been good. Uh, I think we mentioned there's five tags, and one of our tag, uh, one of our hunters has uh, thrown in the towel. Yep. So, uh, and now there's four. 
And then our... One of our guys is thrown in the towel tomorrow. So then that'll be three. That'll be three. So basically us and one other guy, so that's good. That'll help because it seems like all the deer are kind of in one little area. And yeah, that the habitat is obviously different in, in one, in probably 20% of the unit, maybe yeah. 25% of the unit. And they are congregating in there, and it seems to be feed related. Yeah, and it's where it seems to be where all the does are. And so it's basically kind of like a little mountain range, and there's a road that goes around it, and then one that goes up over the top of it. And so. it, it seems like we know all the bucks, but every day a new buck kind of shows up. I mean, every day we think there's not. Like today, we were thinking, you know, we know all the bucks, and then we met this buck. Yeah, that's true. But so. that other guy had seen it quite a few times that we talked to today. Right. He knew it was there. So I, I was excited this morning when we saw it, because I was like, oh, that's a new buck. This, this is good. But then we ran into our neighbor here. And he's like, oh, you must be chasing that four-point. Yep, so he'd seen it, so that kind of was a little discouraging, but yeah, but yeah, it just seems like we've chased the old wives' tales of oh, there's go check this out, check that out. We did that the first couple of days. We went all over hell and gone, and we have a few more hidey holes to yeah, check. Yeah, and uh, but it just seems like we're wasting our time doing that. There's bucks definitely big enough for us to chase around here, even yeah. if there's only, what do you think? We got probably seen 10, 10 decent, you know, yeah, like nice buck, three or four point, yeah, you up, know, up over bucks. the ears, yep. past the ears that are yeah. in our area we're talking about. And so we're just going to circle the mountain all day and keep find fishing. them and chase them. Yeah, yeah, keep, uh, keep less, chasing them. The less guys we got, the better it'll be. So. Yeah, and I think just the rut is coming on, and I think we'll get a little bit of cold snap the there bucks, at the end. The bucks we are seeing are... Ruddy. Yeah, they are ruddy, so... Oh, I mean, dude. Yeah. The buck we were after today, b before we went after him the first time, I mean, for me, it was hot action. I was like... <laughs> oh, he was pushing down the willows, and he just started raking, and he was, I'm going to mess this tree up. No, I'm going to mess this tree up. I'm going to mess that tree up. He was tearing it up. Yeah, he was. He was tearing he was it up. Um, we got into him. I got tied down with some does, and I tried some black tail tactics, some doe bleats, and some rattling, and... I mean, it seemed like it drew the deer towards me, and it seemed like it created some action, but it also wound them up and made them suspicious, and it seemed like it could have worked, but very counterproductive. <laughs> that's uh, that's how, where I'm going with it. Yeah. Um, but you just kind of learn as you go and try, yeah. try what you can. But, yeah, I'm thinking... It's just a matter of time. I mean, it was just a matter of yardage. You know, I snuck in on this buck tonight, yeah. and uh, Bob led me in and under this rim rock, and the does are in the rim rock, and, you know, if he would have been under the rim rock at 25 instead of out at 70, could have yeah. been some shooting. Yeah, all the does were under there. Yeah, under the rim rock, but the buck was out 
Yeah, and just when you poked over, he happened to be up above him a little bit, and he saw you as you were poking over. And and it's not like these bet like this bedded September August time. I mean, these deer are always up. Every time we find them, they're feeding, they're rutting, they're moving, they're feeding. Mm-hmm. Every time you put a plan together and you start getting ready for that plan, you've realized they've moved sometimes a hundred yards. Yeah, you gotta be quick. They're moving. Yeah. They're on the move. And they're on the move all day, all day long. If you you lose them, you can go find some more. So yeah, it's it's been awesome. Um, Enjoying hunting with Bob, first time hunting with Bob. We're having a blast. Yeah. Hopefully we can, We've got to go kill that same buck tomorrow. We we went after him basically we three different times. So yeah. Twice this morning to give the whole story. I guess we spotted him up on the mountain and we he was kind of heading for the saddle. So we looped way around. We went up there. I went. We got up close to the saddle and I thought just when I got up there I was thinking. Just looks like the terrain they could kind of come around that thick thick stuff below us so i told james i said i'll go up to the saddle you work around that thick stuff toward the saddle and we'll kind of meet up there if we don't see him so i circled around and got down in that saddle and it was perfect just kind of brushy in there and kind of hunkered down and james ended up going around and I didn't know it, but he actually saw him, kind of bumped into him, and that's when he did all this calling master master plan. Master then, plan, master screw up. And plan. then they came over, they came over by me, and they were starting to head right up towards me. And that was kind of our plan, too. If either of us bumped them, yeah, we'd, we'd so, kind of push them each other's way. So, so they kind of started coming up towards me, and we had a good win, but every once in a while, I'd kind of go down the ridge a little bit. And he had probably 10 does with him. And, yeah. And the first doe got up to, she was about 40 yards. And I was thinking, oh, and I could see his rack bopping around behind, you know, kind of chasing the other does. But she got up to there, and then the wind just was a little off there. And it, I wanted to actually, I wanted to go down a little lower on the hill, but with the wind I couldn't and I, maybe I should have stayed back up even further but but uh, she kind of caught her wind and so they took off went down into the canyon there and we watched him and that's when we saw him he took off was running all over raking trees and stuff down in the willows yeah and, and let me paint this picture a little bit we're in high desert country this, this is desert mule deer hunting um, we're at six to eight thousand feet uh, we're in, uh, uh, there's junipers, there's, um, a lot of sagebrush, there's a lot of, uh, uh, willows in the creeks and, uh, aspens. Yeah. Very open. It's a yeah. very, very extremely, extremely open country. And the mountain, and the mountain we were on today, Jason, the buck was just all sagebrush. There wasn't yeah, sagebrush, pure yeah. sage. Like I said, they went down into Rim that rock. They went down into that bottom, down into the willows. And so I told James, and, and there's a road actually road down there. That loop road was down the bottom. So I told James, I said, "Well, 
you stay up here, go over into this other little saddle, and I'll drive the road around, and I'll go on the other mountain, and I'll just kind of expose myself, kind of work down that ridge, and that should bump them back up through that saddle. So I hauled butt and went all the way around, and as I was coming down that ridge, they didn't really spook. <laughs> they just kind of stayed there, so I had to go all the way down, back through the draw, and they finally bumped. And I told James, I said, sit in this saddle, but if they, if you see them, they'll either come through this saddle or the other one. Roll around the Yep, knob. so I said, roll around and come back. Well, it looked like when they took off. They were going to roll around. And they were, they were going to roll around. So I... But they didn't. I, I hooked around. So I ran across the knob yeah, for them so, to roll around So the I knob. hooked around, and they went, and I, and I had to follow them the whole way. Like, when I say hooked around, they didn't just take off running. I was like 150 yards behind them. So I went all the way up that mountain, and I pushed them. And I, and I was worried the whole time. I'm like, I hope James is still in the saddle. Because they did look like they were jiving. And, uh, and they walked right up. Through yeah, well, the saddle where James was. They were jiving, but I juked. Yeah. <laughs> I, I needed to jive. And, and I, I got juked. all the way up to the top, and the whole time I'm like, they're going right through there. Yes, yes, I'm waiting to see that buck. I'm like, he's going to he's gonna just come piling down the mountain with an arrow in him. Come piling down, nothing, nothing. I keep walking. And I'm, I am sweating like a horse. I still have kind of my morning wools on, and but I didn't have time to slow down. And, so, and I got up to the top, and there was no change. Yeah. And then I worked my way around the backside, and... I see him down on the bottom. I'm like, son of a gun. But, I mean, I probably would have done the same thing. So what we're working with here, for the listeners, I, we're kind of going with a, uh, like, the old one-two, uh, soft, I mean, we're kind of just work, we watch them, we kind of figure out what they're going to do, and we figure out what the wind's doing, and we figure out how we can kind of move in from two different angles, and move in on them since they're moving anyways. It's like a conventional spot and stock bedded scenario isn't happening. They're moving around all over the place, and we both want opportunity. And it well, seems it's not so much the both opportunity. It's a lot of times they're just in a spot where the wind. The wind's terrible. It's so open. It's so open that the wind. And there's one buck and a bunch of does. Yeah, that the wind is like to where you can't come above them you know a lot of times we're getting a west wind and a lot of these bucks are on those faces and and it's like well yeah it'd be great if you could come all around and up above them but as i said that the uh the cut there's no cover either so anyway yeah we're trying to kind of do like a push a little bit of a push and we think we think it's going to work came really close a couple times today so and yesterday, we tried it yesterday, and we were that close. So, no, I think I think it's going to work in this in this terrain that we're working with, and it's just a, a I mean, it's just been a matter of yardage, uh, a matter of minutes, yep, um, to get get the them to slip up and for us to get the shot. Yep, exactly. So yeah, so. Um, we'll, we're on day three, so yep, tomorrow we have four full days left, and should get better every day. The pressure's Let's, letting everybody's up. Everybody's leaving, giving up. Uh, I got my buddy Joaquin coming up from California tomorrow night. He's gonna come help uh, do a little filming and glassing, and uh, uh, join in on the hunt. 
And we will check in with you guys tomorrow night. Bam. Perfect. Booyah. Day four. The Big Heart Mountain Mule Deer Hunt. What do you think, Bob? Oh, it's a good day. No arrows flung yet. No arrows but flung yet. Again, we came close. It's gonna happen. Yeah, it was we had some first light. We spotted the group with that uh, real nice four by four buck, and the wind was whirly whirl, and we kind of thought they were in a place that they would just stay all day. And we left them. Mm-hmm. And where would we go next? We uh, basically went around the mountain and kind of looked for that other buck we chased the first day and kind of glassed our way around there. And he was actually in the same draw. Cause the first day we are kind of calling him the pretty boy buck. He's got a big double throat patch and everything. Yeah, big frame. Yeah, so we are we knew we'd already been up there in that draw, so game yeah. on, it was game on. Man. Game on, and we're doing our, our kind of like surround them and drown them technique. Yep, yep. And uh, um, on this one, Bob was like, "Well, it's not gonna be too. You just need to. He's bedded, you know. This time we had a bedded buck. I mean, the does were up and moving, but he was bedded. And Bob was like, "You just need to get to this spot and, and things, you know, let things happen." And I was like, "Well." You kind of keep putting me in the best spots every time, man. Like, maybe you should... Let's put you in that spot. <laughs> well, yeah, but... I'm like, no. Like... So, t today, uh, we sent we sent Bob in the better spot, which it's nice of Bob to keep putting me in the good spot, but I keep screwing that up, so... <laughs> we need to kill something here, so... I get a... Drop Bob off, drive the wheeler up, get around, hike in, kind of get to these rim rocks where I need to go. And it was just working out perfect. Like, the wind was as good as it could be. Those does stayed put. The bucks stayed bedded. And where I was at, I had just a little bit of wiggle room with wind with the does. And really wasn't going to screw your hunt up. But if you screwed it up, they were probably going to turn into a hunt for me. And that's kind of how we've been setting stuff up. Yeah. Is where if, if the other guy gets the opportunity on the bump or in this case maybe create a bump yeah. and that buck uh was getting ready to come unbedded and you were kind of in a good spot i thought you were closer and and uh we kind of pushed the the scene and it was close yeah yeah i snuck up over i went around this big ridge and i snuck up through this little saddle there's not a lot of cover around here he was bedded in some green bushes. I don't know what kind of bushes. Knee high. Yeah, I don't know what that is. But either. the deer like them. Really they like bad. them a lot right now. And the ridge I had to come across was basically wide open. And so I dropped my pack, and I almost crawled over there. And, of course, the does are all out on that open face where they could see me. So I could only get so close. And I got right up to that edge. And I went pretty fast, and I knew I could see James driving around the back side of the mountain so i when i got up there i was like okay i better slow down here so i just hung out there until i waited a while till i saw james's little black head pop up in those rim rocks and i'm like okay james is james is in a spot 
Then I bumped forward probably another 20 yards, right? And I knew that buck. I mean, he was bedded right down below me. But the dang does kept, you know, they were out on the wide open face. And so I got to my last cover, basically. It looked so good. <laughs> yeah. It looked so good. And, and James peeked over, and, and I was right on top of him. And and we kind of, we hung there for a while. Yeah. And that the, the, these deer, they just know when something's up. They're like, these idiots are trying this again. And the does kind of got a little nervous. And you said the buck kind of turned in his bed yeah. a little bit. He was shifting in his bed, and he was and, looking up at you. He kept looking up at you. Yeah. Or looking around. And then... Uh, and then, and then once James got up there, we waited a little bit, and then I got the does kind of moved around. They were looking up at him a little bit too, just that direction. They kind of, I kept sneaking forward as far as I could, and I got to where I could see him bedded there, and he was like 80 yards. I could see his tines and everything, and and then I'm stuck. I can't go any further. James can't go any further. And so we waited a while again, and I thought, well. I was I was about to kind of push them towards you. I said, "Well, if I get up and jump them, they'll either go above or below those rim rocks." And James was thinking the same thing. If they like, would have rolled under the rim rocks, it was like I had like the trail right under me. It was yeah. But the nice. problem was, for the most part, when we spook them, they go uphill. We've no we've noticed besides the one tonight. We'll tell you that later. But and so I was worried. The does were in that draw. I was worried if I bumped that buck, they'd just buzz up that draw. You know, like not even go around the rim rocks. That's why I kind of hesitated for a little bit. And then James saw me right above the buck. And so he thought, well, if he just stands up, that buck will see him. How far were you? Probably 200 yards? 200 yards, yeah. And he'll come right towards me. Then, you know, then the deer will come towards me. <clears throat> so James. And and I was hoping James would do that. I was like, I was to a point where I, I was like, come on, James, just like start walking over here. They'll come right to me. And he did it. And that buck, he got up, but he didn't just walk out of his bed. Of course, he bailed out of there. And I had arrow knocked, and here he comes. He's like running right towards me, I'm like yes, yes, yes. And then he just peeled off at about I don't know forty or so, and and he just flew right over the ridge by me. And I tried to grunt him and stop him, and he. Just, the wind was blowing about 40 today all day, so Ugh. I don't think he heard me grunt from 40 yards either, and he just, oof. The wind's getting us. Off. I mean, yeah. it's hel- it helps you move in on stuff. Like, you can almost be reckless, but then yeah, they're, they're more keyed up because of it, and then you have to shoot in it. So Yeah, it's, and we haven't shot in it yet. No. So. We've been doing a lot of stump shooting. But, yeah. But uh, it's dying down now, so... Yeah, it's, it's perfect timing. We've got we've we've alluded to there's three other hunters in the in this hunt and two of them have gone home. Mm-hmm. So two of them threw in the tellers. One one, one guy, guy left, and we don't. He's you talked to him tonight. But yeah, we're not sure. We don't. We're not sure what he's doing, but we haven't seen him out. So we kind of the, got the, the guys that were putting the pressure on the deer are gone. Mm-hmm. So that's up, and then uh, we got a, we're sitting in the wall tent. We got a. Special guest. <laughs> Very special. Yeah. Uh, they're Imported. all special from California. <laughs> Imported friends. Imported friends. Well, Joaquin came up. Uh, some extra help on the hunt is 
always nice. Uh, he's going to come up and uh, help uh, help us uh, find some deers, catching yep. some deers. You can try to catch them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, the best best three days are on the horizon here. Yeah, three days left, and these bucks are definitely uh, chasing does and rutting does and raking trees. The few trees that are around here. Yeah. Um, so I think it's on and popping. Has it been windy the whole time you guys have been here? Or um, just today? We had a break. of the yeah. f So four days we had one day without wind. I mean, we oh. always get some wind, but the last two, two of the days. days were cranking. Cranking. Yeah. I joked that I could take an arrow out of the quiver and just throw it in the wind and it would... <laughs> right yeah. out there. There yeah. you go. I mean, it, it, it was it's cranking. It wears so, you down when it's like that, too. It does. It does. You're walking and just just the noise. Bob was using me as his <laughs> wind uh, as wind block as we were put, <laughs> walking through the sage. Yep. And I was That's like, funny. "Yeah, walk behind the fat guy with the big backpack." <laughs> <laughs> Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and so. then we, we chased another one tonight too. Yes. A small. He was a small four point. Small four point. Very small four point. Yeah, but. this push was like out in the wide open. Yeah. Yeah, it's so open, and the it's not like your typical mule deer where you can bed them and you know stalk them. They're just they're up. If All day. the buck's not up, the does are up, and they're out in the open. And and the winds usually at a bad spot if they are at a big ridge or something coming in behind them like you would normally. Just doesn't seem to work. So we've been trying the little push tactic a little bit and. It almost worked again tonight. It's it's gonna work. Yeah, it's coming together for sure. Yeah, yeah. it is. And new new bucks are showing up, and now we got uh, we got out of state help. So <laughs> who knows? I mean, anything can happen. It's gonna get yeah. good. Yeah, it's gonna get good. Yeah. So sure. tomorrow uh, we're gonna we're gonna go out and keep doing what we're doing because it's gonna come together. And we've got uh, Bob's uh, Nevada elk heart sitting on the ground out here in camp. That's gonna we're gonna chop that thing up and make tacos. That's gonna yeah, if it ever unthaws. <laughs> yeah, it's almost freezing outside right now. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to get cold the next couple of days too. At least that's what our neighbors said. We don't serve us around here, so yeah. They said uh, the next couple of days is supposed to get clear and cold, no wind, so. Colder weather is better for rutting bucks, that's for sure. And we know how much I love colder weather. So, <laughs> yeah. So we'll check in with you guys again tomorrow night with uh, way better, more action. Yeah. Way better, way ba right. better, more. Mo better. Way mo better. Live action. Mo better. Buddy. Way mo better live action from Bob <clears throat> the Bowhunter, Borland. We out. Day four? Day five. Day five. Damn it. <laughs> We're running out of days, boys. <laughs> day five. Day oh. Did you bring your day stretcher? Uh, day five. It was a good day? It was a good day. Day five, fun day. Monday, fun day. Yeah. So, uh, it's cold. Joaquin showed up. Uh, we talked about that last night a little bit. Joaquin's got the canvas cutter. 
Yeah. I crawled into that thing last night. Slick bag, 20 degree slick, slick bag. That was good because it was 20 degrees outside last cold, night. cold, dude. <laughs> I was a layer of ice on the inside when I reached up. It was like snowing inside. I was watching ice form last night before I went to bed. I was like, whoa. I heard you. I heard you. I the, went, the wall tent. <laughs> it's thin. Yeah, well... I, I don't sleep well, so I I was like, oh, I hope he's got his earplugs in, Bob, because I was milking the fire and hanging uh-huh. out. I was good. Yeah. So, deer are moving. Yeah. Deer are moving. Uh, I don't know. We did we'll, see a lot of does without bucks today, though. We did. Yeah. yeah. And we seen a, our first cruising buck without does. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's a nice buck. So there was that. Yeah. Thick. Yeah. Thick. And, and some dark horns on some of these yep. bucks because there is some timber around here, not a lot, but here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Those dark horn bucks kind of had a similar rack. Yeah. So we were passed passed on on uh, some stocks because of just variable winds, and it was early, and we were kind of just wanting to get an inventory of what was around. We only are competing with one other hunter, and he's mm. got a couple spotters. Um, we, uh, well, we've seen quite a few bucks there. We made it down, uh, to an area and I kept saying, that's the, tell them Joaquin, that, that's where we seen the four by three. That, that, mm-hmm. but we were way out of distance and I was pointing it out. Oh, it was we, like two, we were in two and a half miles. the cling four, this other buck that we know about, we were in his zone and I was already like pointing out. <laughs> Because we had, we hadn't seen we seen him Halloween and we seen him opening morning and we hadn't seen him since, so we we pulled him out. We we found him. Yeah, we did. We spotted him up there on the mountain. Yeah, when I found him on Halloween, I'd been looking for bucks for two and a half days and just seeing hundreds of does, and I was kind of like, man, I'm I'm the scouter here and I. I <laughs> I'm reporting to Bob Doe's and he's like, doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> Find us some bucks. And so when I found that four by three, he was a really nice buck. I was excited, you know, to show him to Bob. And, um, so it was nice to uh, finally get a legitimate hunt on him today. Mm-hmm. And we spotted him from, it was a click. Yeah. Yeah. We were out there a little ways and, uh, we were looking at some other bucks, and he was far enough. I, I couldn't see. We seen some of his does. I sure. could tell he was a buck, but I could not see it. I could just tell by the body movement and the posture and all that that he was a buck, and I could tell that there was antlers there, but I had no idea. So the first time I really saw him was when we were pretty close, and that was exciting because he yeah. was nice. Yeah, and today was one of the better weather days. I mean, high was forty two. Low was 20, very little wind. I mean, compared to what it has compared been, to sure. what it has been, it was some pretty good hunting conditions today. Yeah. Um, and tomorrow and the next day sound to be even better because we're going to get colder. Yeah. Um, so we move over there and we're sticking to the script on the one, two. Um, trying to figure out a way to create opportunity and on these moving deer because they are moving i mean when we find them it seems like all the stocks 
Bob comes up with a good plan. We talk about the plan. We make some adjustments to it. And we're loading up, getting things ready. And I catch Bob over there looking, and he goes, new plan. Because <laughs> they moved. It's, yep. it's a new plan because it's 100 yards. 100 yards is yep. a new plan. Completely yeah. different. It's a big difference. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now we need to go fast with this new plan because we might need yeah. another plan. Yeah. And so we got over there, and our what was the chances of our one other hunter was looking at our deer also? <laughs> but we had already dropped Bob off for the stock, and so I had to go over and explain to them that I understand that they it's cool that they seen the deer, but we get we're already on it. Yeah, as nice as I could, and they're super nice guys, and they were like no problem, and they moved on to another one and uh me and joaquin shot up the road moved up to the skid road gate hiked up the road a little ways went cross country and went to where bob kind of wanted us to go we tried to be above where you guys were saying that the bucks were when they were pushed or bumped they were moving uphill so we tried to position ourselves uphill and escape route right and uh the tough thing with was the wind was a little shifty today it was yeah yeah the wind was variable not in our favor (laughs) variable winds (laughs) (laughs) so where what happened well you guys weren't going after him you guys were gonna sit up there by that tree and i was gonna work my way around the valley and and push them get up even with them and just kind of you know show myself and walk through there and, <clears throat> and hopefully they get up and work their way up and it kind of worked i got out across there and i was looking for him looking for him i didn't see him there's the sage was a lot taller than i thought finally i saw the group where we thought that big buck was right. that did i saw their heads i'm like okay that was right where they were last time we saw them and and so then i had to go t- kind of down a little bit and i started working my way in and then they saw me and they got up and and they started going up first they kind of took off started going up the hill and i didn't want them to cut back and up yeah and we're in some sage yeah and there's some little bit of pine in this draw and some uh some aspens down below us actually it's kind of the thicker of the areas kind of steep been hunting yeah so then i i ran around i ran straight up the hill and around just kind of like to keep them from going up and it worked and they they cut around and went right up by that tree but the big buck wasn't in there's a couple little yeah and we we had joaquin was filming and we'd set up kind of and where we kind of thought it was going to unfold when we got there and the actual group of does slid in behind joaquin he had the camera set up facing me and i'm look i look down at joaquin and I see the does rolling in behind him. And I'm like, oh, what's going to And I'm like, kind of telling Joaquin, like, they're behind you. No, Is there a buck or not a buck? No buck. And then you showed up, right? Shortly after you showed up. And the does we like. Went, the does went at us. The does went directly us. down Yeah, below us, yeah. And then we saw another group of deer down in the pines. A couple that was two or three other deer right that were separate from those and then bob came rolling up through the slot slot yeah and we kind of discussed 
how that all went down and where the big buck, like how he got slippery and you hadn't even seen him on no. the first. And we didn't see, I didn't no, see a buck. Yeah. He, you saw two forked horns yeah. when you walked through there. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't even see a buck. Yeah, we didn't see a buck. Yeah, you guys were a little, I thought you guys were going to be by that tree and we were you guys were about 40 yards up the hill and it was steep, you know, so you guys yeah. didn't see the, the, there was the four or five does and two little fork horns went right up around that tree and then by the time i kind of followed them up there they kind of cut back and ran down and because we were going so up. once again i dived when i was supposed to well the, well the reason that we did that was because we were going up and we were making oh, yeah, the our wind. way over the to wind. get to peak down mm -hmm. and the, the wind, wind switched and blew right right down you. in there and we were like right oh, at you okay we're gonna start yeah. pushing deer because our hunt we like, tried to we were gonna try to turn them around and push them back to you because we knew they were gonna win yeah. us. Yeah. so yeah that was that's basically. why and that's why we were kind of out of position but then yeah they came up anyway came up anyway yeah that wind it's 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 just so i think it's so blowing in every direction that a lot of times it, you would think they would wind you but i think by the time it goes 100 yards it's already back yeah. up the hill well, or across the hill or whatever like most western hunters i've got a puff bottle mm -hmm. uh on, on my uh, harness my uh knocker harness there but then I also have that, uh, Jason Sankoviak sent me that uh, milkweed. Mm -hmm. And when I have time, I pull it out, and it's just amazing. I mean, I'm watching it. Like, the wind's wrong, but then it goes, shoots straight up in the air, the milkweed does, and then flies off to one direction, and I'm like, there's a wall right there. Like, yeah. the wind seems yeah. wrong with the puffer bottle, yeah. but then I see this milkweed dance off 40 feet in a different direction, so... It's pretty cool to, to have that. Um, yeah. yeah. To, to see how the wind, but yeah, the wind's crazy. So we're up there uh, in a nice spot. We're like, well, we've hiked our tails off up here. Let's uh, glass up another buck or yeah. find some deer. Yeah. And we kind of ate, ate a couple bars. And Those other hunters had stopped our, ex our exit route of, out of that area on the road. They had stopped at a cattle guard. Yeah, going after a buck of, that we knew. Yeah, and we didn't really want to blow through them, too. That was another thing. So We yeah. had some time to kill. Yeah, and so we got looking around, and oh. and who, he, he, this up, guy. Yeah, right here. this guy right here. He, he was talking to me. We were discussing something. All of a sudden, he got quiet, and he went, got his binos. <laughs> there he is. There he is. And there he was. It was on, dude. Yeah. Dude, when I saw him, I was like, ooh, that's a good buck. He's yeah. thick, thick. Yeah. Massy buck. Yeah. So, um, Bob started coming up with some kind of plan where he was going to put me in some great position and we were going to do some kind of this or that. And we're like, dude, you, Bob, go kill that buck. Yeah, go do your thing. <laughs> dude, just go go do your just thing. Just go run at him. I'm going to look. Look what he's doing. He's doing this. He's going to come around here and, and we won't let him. If he decides that he wants to go down, we'll make him go up. Other words yeah. from that. You just go swing around to that ridge and go go still hunt him. He took the exact same route that he came up back. Dude, mm -hmm. he did like it was like reading the script. Like for us, we we're it was so much fun because we we're like mm, pretty rough for this to work. When yeah. do we drop in? When do I drop in to help Bob? When do I not? We're watching it play out up there, and then soon we thought it like, was over. Remember, yeah, we, we thought we were it was like, over. Yeah, nope, they slipped by. He, he's not gonna see him. And then they kind of were damp, like they're running, doing the like There's rutting. Two, yeah, two groups. Remember, yeah. there was the first group 
he was walking across the basin, and we looked down and we he saw. He kind of split groups. He kind of was yeah. with these ones, and then he kind of went over with these ones. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he was in the heading on this little finger. It was flat, but it like this kind of fingerish thing. He was heading the right direction, and also we could see Bob, and we're like, "Dude, this is great!" He disappeared over the edge. And I was like, I "Couldn't see him." I'm a. We're just gonna sit back and watch the show. There's nothing that can be done but here, but to hope and, oh, and pray. So Bob, like, take it over because that's all we could see from there. Right? <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. I, I split off from you guys, and we were hoping that as I crossed that basin, there'd be enough of a little bit of a crest because it almost looked like it from where we were that. I would be out of sight. From it's very there. broken up, and there's some pine. Yeah. And but it was like when I got down through there, it was it was more open down there. There wasn't a little yeah, crest, so meadows. that's why yeah. you'd see me stop. You know, I was stopping and making sure they weren't catching me, and then I kept going, kept going. Every once in a while, I'd see them kind of working their way up there, and trying not to bust them, but also trying to haul butt because I had to beat them. Yeah, you over had a ways there. to go, and so they finally. I kept seeing them, kept seeing them. I thought they might have caught me one time, but I don't, you know, obviously I don't think they did. And they they went into, like, some thick stuff. And I'm like, all right, well, it's now or never. I got to get over there and get around. If if they see me at this point, it's, it's point, you know, whatever. So I, I made it up to that ridge, and I started slipping down the ridge, kind of at the, there's, like, a little funnel there that, that ridge ends, and it drops into the draw on the left side. And there's about 75 yards. And the real thick aspens are there. So, you know, like, they're not going to cruise through there. So, And I, the reason I knew that because I just came up there. <laughs> so <laughs> I was trying to get to that spot. And I, I, I kind of start creeping a little slow along that ridge. And I look over. And already down across the draw, probably 175 yards away, I see, like, six does. And I'm like, crap, they already went through. Like, dang it. And then... I'm looking, I don't see the buck, and I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, I, So I slip down, and I see off the edge of this little point, there's just perfect spot. Shady, there's a little juniper, and just kind of right down in that little funnel where they would come through, even though I thought they already had. I thought, well, I'll, I'll go down there anyways, because these guys are going to be bumping them up. So I get down there, and I stand in the shade there. I got an arrow knocked, and I don't know, I wasn't there long at all. Maybe a minute. And I hear something, I look down to my right, and I see a doe's head coming around the bend. She's only like, well, they kind of had to come around, so she was probably 15, 20 yards. And I'm like, oh, awesome. You know, here comes a doe, and then I see the other doe behind it, and I'm like, oh, they're going to come right under me. And there he was. He's just big old dark horns, white face just right behind him. And they're in range, but it's there's no shot. You know, it's too brushy. And I was like, well, you know, hopefully they'll come right below me. But I knew they were going to win me. The wind was blowing directly from me to them. And they were 20 yards away. So I was like, this isn't going to work. They're going to win me. This isn't going to work. And they did stop kind of right down from me. The doe stopped kind of like she did. And then boop, she went along. And then the next doe came, doe came through. And she just went through. And then that buck came. And he stopped. And he kind of looked around a little bit, and I thought, you know, I was just waiting for it to fall apart. And then he just head back to the ground. He grunted twice, and here he comes. And so they're walking. They had two big trees to go behind. It was perfect, probably 25, 25 to 30 yards. And 
And as he came through, he was walking real slow. I pulled back, picked a spot, and I don't know what, what it was. I mean, right as I shot, he went from just a slow walk, and he just jumped the string. He just took a really, really quick step as soon as my bow went thud. And my arrow just went zoom right behind him. He just went from walking slow to walking fast, and that's all it took. And I don't know why. I don't. I don't. It's because it's bow hunting. <sighs> I just. Yeah. I don't know if it was because because my bow that new bow I got's really quiet. You know, it's like everyone's like, oh, that's a quiet bow. It's a quiet bow. And Larry D. Jones kissed it. And and I don't know if it's because I was like I had that whole really steep rocky little bank right behind me. I was like in this little sound Out cove, down, you know. Yeah. And I think they just it just bounced off that. It just Dude, but boom. I mean, watch these bucks like walking and then run. Yeah, I mean they're skirting, they're turning it up all the time, all yeah, the time. So crazy. I mean, they're just crazy. Dude. Yeah. So anyway, I, depressing, but it was also a super awesome experience just watching a rutting buck like that, and especially and grunting, here, right? so yeah, the country's so yeah. open and. It's so hard to get a really good opportunity like that. We've been working our butts off for five days. And and he decided not to wait for my arrow to get there. So Kind of manufactured that one, though, too. It wasn't yeah. like a gimme. It wasn't, you know what I mean? It was just like threw it out and, and just yeah. worked with what we had. And it really turned out to be pretty lucky yeah, for to sure. get that opportunity, you know. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a bonus. It's a beautiful setting too, for sure. Yeah, oh, it would have been so awesome. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's really like a diverse uh, canyon there, and it's got like a, it's a lot of colors, and it's really pretty. From our point of view, we saw you disappear, mm-hmm. and then it was a it was maybe a minute or so, and we were like, oh man, well maybe you run into those deer, you know, oh, well, because they had saw him, they kind of skittered through there, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting and hanging, and all of a sudden we were like, "Oh, th- there he is! There he is!" <laughs> and we saw that buck, and then, and James well, was like, "Where's he?" You guys coming together? Film. Yeah, we're watching. I'm like, "He's going right to him," and then you disappear, and then they disappear, and we were like, "When you appear, we couldn't see going? nothing. It was just, yeah. it was nothing, nothing, nothing." Well, we and then imagine. all of a sudden we saw him come running out. We saw the does come out. They came out, came mm-hmm. out, and then the and then the buck came running out. And James was like, "He shot him. He's gonna fall over." <laughs> oh. Is he bleeding? We were watching, yeah. and he stood there, and we're like, "He ran out like he'd been shot." Yeah, he did. And then they, and then they kind of milled around, and they hung out. Is like a doe or so bedded underneath the, in the shade. Yeah, they. I, I, I kind of let them calm down, and I'm like, "Well, they're not coming back." <laughs> so I'm gonna try this awesome secret deer call, and maybe maybe that'll that'll do the trick. And so. I blew on that thing, and then they took off running. <laughs> so they come running out through the meadow. One of the, they're kind of like broken, meadowy things in there. Yeah. And Joaquin's like, "Dude, there he is. He's coming back this way." And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't want to screw Bob up." He's like, "Dude, Bob's he's in the hole. He's in the hole. Like, they're coming our way. It's your turn. If anything, it's gonna push." push it's gonna help bob and i'm like that's right like that's the plan and he's like i was like so i should just like slide down there and he's like dude run and i was like <laughs> get there and so i did like i yeah. ran down there but then i heard like blowing I and i was like oh because they're i was like huh. oh well 
there's like I knew there was other groups so I got to the tree line and I started working on the tree line and I looked back up the mountain to see if Joaquin had any kind of news for me with hand signals and and he had some like yeah it was like an airplane yeah. <laughs> and I was like take off yeah get going <laughs> get going so I, I started moving and um, I was trying to not make too much noise and I caught movement I like seen a flick of an ear and there was some there was a little yearling she was standing like in the um, I keep wanting to call them willows but they're aspens mm -hmm. she was in these aspens and so I slowed way down and I started kind of putting my glass in there and then soon I've got this little buck and um, well let's just face it as you guys learned today my standards are not high I'm looking to improve my uh Average by lowering my standards here. At the end of the <laughs> That's a good strategy. And uh, he just basically had too many sticks in the way, and then the wind wasn't good. And so uh, I kind of waited for it to unfold um, on its own because there was a few windows there, and then maybe there was a other buck or something. And um, they were 15 yards inside a thick cover. They blew out, and I started moving down that pretty fast. And it was nice from doing a lot of spot and stalking to still hunting to get into like still hunting mode mm -hmm. and uh, really getting my uh, still hunting on. And um, I moved down through there and I found this killer. Um, it's like a spring where the elk had, there's one herd of elk on this mountain and they've made like a little, like, not like you'd see a giant wallow on the coast, but they made a rock wallow out of it and there's a big rub by it. and that got me pumped and I moved down there and hoping to see deer and I seen Bob <laughs> uh, and we'd realized that they had give us the slip either which either which way and um, shot my shot sage uh, down to Bob and hooked yeah. up with Bob and shared stories yeah and uh, I watched the other hunter with a tag put a stock on some deer and that didn't turn out out it got close yeah. it didn't turn out we regrouped and cut back after it and well we found another small deer that uh, I was willing to go after <laughs> <laughs> and we had this the magic deer call so it was more like a fun thing a novelty like oh well it's just he's a fork and horn he turned out to be I think we thought he was a spike but he turned out oh, to be a fork and horn trophy, mm -hmm. trophy fork and horn Big bodied for, yeah, yeah. here's a um, for a yearling. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he had milk on his lips, but yeah. he <laughs> he he, uh, he was up there uh, with the does, and we slid up in there and um, used the topography in our uh, favor, and and um, blew on the Bob blew on the magic call and. <laughs> Uh, first it was kind of like panic they were kind of like oh I don't know if we like this yeah. and they started to kind of move and then uh, a couple more calls and all of a sudden the motherly instinct of a few of them took over and they were like well this, the buck stayed put at first yeah. from the get go he was yeah like, he was uh, curious yeah but the rest of them like did a big U and they're like oh we're gonna come 
they came just bounding down bounding the down the hill they just yeah. changed their mind and they all decided to come and there's well half of them and the other half were like i don't know but then one by one we're like yeah i guess we should Except and they were coming and then one just kind of decided to j-hook out a little bit and the wind was doing the organ the organ's best and uh, she caught it and that was over she blew at us and they all ran away we slid back uh to the next one and spot another buck and we didn't well, go then we had to <clears throat> we had to go back and get your binoculars oh yeah i left yeah. my Soroskis <laughs> at the setup and i had to go back and do that had to run back then... up there and find those that was a good but we there. did find a buck right when you remembered that you left your binoculars we stopped the truck and we looked up the hill and we're like oh there's a buck and i was like oh of course there's a buck because <laughs> i gotta go look for my binoculars <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, we, we tried a, a quick move on that buck, but he didn't want to play because he'd already seen us. Right? Which one you no. no, no, that one just... No, that was well, we came one. back after I got my binoculars. We talked about... That was up on the mountain. It, yeah, it was just kind of... He was, was in a, a really spot. tough spot. Oh, we spot. didn't even yeah. go after him. No. no. It was the next... And he wasn't... The, next one. He wasn't the deer were out today. today. Yeah, they were yeah. out and about. Yeah, They're the going to be out tomorrow. Dude, we got It's supposed to be eight tonight. Yeah. That's eight degrees. That's good. Yeah, so we got back to camp. Uh, oh, with twenty minutes worth of light. Yeah, left. to spot because there's some some deer hanging around camp, camp. So we've been glassing the hills around here. Yeah, they just pile in at night. They like there's this hot springs, and they actually like to roam around and drink out of it and hang around it and stuff. And um, they they came in, and there's no cover or anything, and there's just this. Another young buck, <laughs> and uh, I tried to do it the night before. I, I all I did was like walk ten feet towards them and in hunting mode, yeah. and they all looked at me, put their ears up, and I just like that's not gonna work. And I came back to the, and I was like, no, I'm just gonna leave these deer alone because it's stupid. There's no way I can hunt them. Um, but tonight, uh, I think these guys are like, oh yeah, just joking around, and I was like, yeah. Lost wallet. I'm gonna do it. I got. I had the lost wallet uh, routine. Jim Akinson. If you guys haven't heard that episode, go back and check it out. And I did an exaggerated drunk lost wallet. Um, <laughs> it was uh, choreographed perfectly. You were. Ba- he's, Bob's like he's backing into him. He's backing into him. And you were talking. You were talking. putting on a whole. It was a whole. You know, like, it was a solo performance, but you're playing multiple characters. Yeah, I got over there, and the first they were like not sure at all, and I was just like start looking under the bushes with my bow, like where the heck is that wallet? <laughs> and I was literally like, I'm not gonna be able to go to town without my wallet. Where is my wallet? And I'd look over like over my shoulder at him every once in a while, and they were like, this guy's an idiot. But I kept getting closer and closer, yeah. and I went from 200 yards to 20 yards at the end. I was 20 yeah. yards from the group, and a young buck at broadside, and the only problem I had was too many of them in a clump. I didn't want to um, take a chance at injuring yeah. a, a, a bi- innocent bystander. <laughs> uh, but I made friends with this dude, and I came back, and me and Bob uh, went out to the hot springs and took a hot tub and... Got got uh, cleaned up, and the the girls were down there. And yeah, those came right down to the hot springs. Hot springs and hung out. And oh, did they come right back down? Yeah. yeah. They're oh, all, yeah, we had four, five. Four does, yeah. yeah I, was, I 
I was going to get over there, but I was like, I better set my shelter up. <laughs> it's going to be cold tonight. Yeah. So, two more days? Two more days. Yeah. yeah. Two more days, and I think it's the best days to come. That's yeah. right. The rut is on. These bucks are uh, getting with it. It's going to be cold, and they're going to be moving. And we're going to have some good stories tomorrow. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah, like, I, I'd heard that, like, a thousand times. Like, uh-huh. so many different guys I know, they're like, you've never been to Heart Mountain? You should just go camping there. Uh-huh. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, well, like, you go look at those petroglyphs, and it's, that is super cool. I love shit like that. Like, I was checking all those rim rocks. I was hiking out tonight. I was like, there's got to be some petroglyphs in these things. You know, yeah. looking around. That's cool. I mean, that's yeah. cool shit. It's just like, it, it, it kind of like, it's like, what were they drawing? You know, it's like, Dude. like you see the animals, you see some animals, but then you see these like creature things. And You're it's like, like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. what is that? And there's something, there's just something about this place, man. I can see why they isolated it and, yeah. and, and, and named it. And, mm-hmm. um, it's, uh, well, I mean, you picture back in you know a thousand years ago or whatever all these dry lakes were full you know like there was water it was like the african sahara you know that this is where the indians all hung out i mean what a perfect place to live right yeah everything game everywhere sheep all over we were talking about tonight yeah or tonight me walking baskets and yeah I talked to Brinker on the phone tonight, you know, and he, you know he loves this place. I mean, Mister Heart, Mister Heart Mountain, right? Yeah. And he's just like overwhelmed. Oh, I can't wait to see you guys. I have so many questions. And what kind of box? Oh, what kind of box you seen? And where? And uh, uh. you saw how many does? Oh, oh, he saw how many does. Oh, that's so good to hear. And <laughs> he was so excited. He was so excited, and <laughs> and um, yeah, it, it was. And I was like, oh, but I was so excited to talk to him because I was like, I know why you love this place. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm already like bummed. That like, I, it's not over yet. It's over, yeah. And he's like, it's not over? Oh, that's so great. I thought it was over. And I was like, no. <laughs> we have no. one more day. He's like, oh, that's great. Where are you going tomorrow? Yeah. That guy is a good dude. He's such a good dude. Yeah. Such a good dude. It's a pretty special place, dude. Dude, this place is so great. I, mean, I the, never would have been here. I never would have come here. The water? They got this, uh, the headquarters mm-hmm. where the biologist lives and whatnot. They got that uh, water coming out of the, I don't know, it's, a, it's like an old school water head there. Mm-hmm. Man, it's the best water Is that the ever. water that's in the... Yeah. Um, before they shipped I, that in from Portland, did you know that? Before I left this water? No. Yeah, they did. No. <laughs> it's coming out of the ground. Portland tap water. <laughs> yeah. No. It's filled with hopes and dreams. <laughs> it's filled with hopes and dreams. I'm still hoping. Yeah. The dreams are yeah. big. Uh, so, day six. Day six. It's in the books. Yeah. It's Was official. it as exciting as day five? That's for sure. Day five is a lot of fun. Uh, day six. Um, they're calling for eight degrees. We got twenty. 20. Yeah. yeah, it stayed cold today though. Like for you, it stayed cold. <laughs> you gotta remember, a deer is a totally different animal. Yeah. And when it it was sunny, it got warm for November. No cloud cover. Yeah. 
Deer weren't moving around as much. It got to 40. 40? Yeah, we were doubting James' uh, thermometer in the truck because it said, said it was like 37 or something like that. We're like, that seems like it's way more than that. Yeah, that sun comes know. out. Yeah, and it's... But I was wearing... Who, who cares what I was wearing? <laughs> Just a Kafaru puffy and a Filson <laughs> freaking wool jacket. I was bundled up too today. I got yeah. cold yesterday. Yeah, and I don't get cold that much. Dude, I, I love this Filson wool jacket. Like, I love it. They're nice. Yeah. So nice. Very nice. Yeah. It a, I didn't wear mine tonight because it was too warm. So we got we got out there. What, what happened today? We oh. drove around, right? Joaquin's got this. We left camp and we drove around the backside, and we came around the first real bend and looked up in the first real draw, and there they were. Glassed up our pretty boy buck. Like the first hour, they were just everywhere we looked, right? There's two bucks in that group. Yeah. yeah, there was. There was two bucks. Two two bucks. And they're in the same draw that we have tried twice to go in there and get them. So we knew the routine, and we thought, All so right, this is number three. This. Yep. Yep. And they were rutting them around pretty hard. Yep. And we so, just went in. It was just timing. Like we just happened to go in when they were on the wrong side of the rim rocks mm -hmm. like when we went in they weren't even by the rim rocks they were under the green stuff yeah they so so to paint the picture we're glassing them from a ways away and by the time we hike all all the way up in there and get around like when they're rutting luckily the first couple times they stayed in that same area so that's all we had to go off it's like okay they're gonna stay there like they've done it every time since but of course today they didn't we went in pretty early than mm -hmm. before because i remembered the other two times when we did it like i was telling you guys before when i was throwing the milkweed off of the um rim rocks they were going up and, and so i was safe with those does under me today dude everything that it was just dropping i was dropping that milkweed yep. and it was just slamming to the ground yeah. And it was rolling, and and I was like, we both were like, uh, it was different than the other yeah. two times. The wind was just no go, no but, bueno. But that would have been just fine if they would have been in the same spot, yeah. right? That we saw them because they exactly because that rim rock would have rolled it around, and they would have been up here. Well, either way, yeah. Well, would, where we they were, would have, they would have winded you from that draw. This just same. But I was in the good spot up above there in the little saddle they go through. But they happened to feed or roam around those rim rocks. And they were probably 150 yards from where we saw them when we took off. Yeah. And so when you guys came down, when they winded you, the two bucks, and we chased them, like we said, this is the third time. So they're... But they'd... there was a new buck in the group mm -hmm. and... But they knew we're a routine. Yeah. And they're a little more skittish than they, they were us. before. And they yeah. winded us. So the two bucks just went and left the does. They didn't give they didn't care. They're like, yeah, we mentioned yeah. we're out of here. They took off. And I was in position up there. I'd crawled all the way up to the edge. 
and they just they piled out about 150 yards from me and yeah same as us we were about 150 yards out for us too yeah and they came across there and then i don't know it was it was a minute or two later then then the does the does and a little fork and horn they came by me at about 80 and the gig was up that was it yeah it was quick it was like we're saying it's gonna go bad Last time I'm all up in the rim rocks and I'm looking at the does and I'm, oh, there's Bob and the big buck. And I was like, so I thought, of course, you know, oh, it's going to play off similar to that. Like, we're going to roll over there. The thing is, I think the moral of the story, uh, not to conclude the whole podcast, is rutting bucks and does move and move a lot. And sometimes they run to push each other around and it's like a hundred yard moves yeah makes a big difference when you're stalking them yeah and which is tell them like about the country a little bit like the cover the lack of cover there is no cover (laughs) it's less like open it's like say if you took a sage flat and folded it a little bit there's just nothing else there's rim there's a couple rim rocks but they're never by the rim rocks there's, there's, if there'll be a couple junipers, they're not by the junipers. And, and the way it was today was the, after that, and the wind's coming downhill, everything we saw was above us and all the access, you're, you're below the deer the whole time. So the wind's going to them. So it was like, it was hard. You know what I mean? Or it was we, coming down on them. Was, we decided today that the heavy four by three spot is one of the most stockable, yeah. best places to work with them with all the cup because that's the one of the places on the mountain that has trees and water. Mm-hmm. And you can get on the same side as them, and they can't see because you can roll right behind that. And edge, you have and the you trees, and you have the little meadows, and the pine forest. This, you can stick in there. It's a good know? spot. The aspen draw. Yeah, yeah. that was if a great spot. If you can find them in there. Which yeah. okay, so here's a the other crazy thing is we saw these we saw these deer up here, right above us. And from we camp, went, spot yeah, from camp, yeah. Those deer didn't move a hundred yards all day, not oh. all, dude, all day long. They're st- they were still yeah. there. It was like they bedded down. Yeah, it just goes yeah. to show. And now, and that had those two bucks in that group. So it's like mm-hmm. those ones over there, they were just moving and running, and it was chaos. And these ones here didn't move at all. And they were in the, and they were in the same thing, wide open, broad daylight, broad sun, no cover. It was just two different du- groups of deer, same dynamic didn't move these deer moved all over and they caught our wind so that blows out we kind of are not positive if the bucks like were to j-hook or, or to do something because when they leave our horizon and into where bob's at he's just over the hill so we're like well we decided like it'd be best Joaquin take the camera and head into the rim rocks. It would be no harm, no foul with the wind. And he could possibly, if there's action, he could get footage. And I should either go to the bottom and scope it, or I should hike to the top. We said to drive to the top, top. to see if you could see if they Yeah, so out. I got in the truck, and I hiked over the truck, mm-hmm. drove to the top, hiked out to the top, rolled over the top, and was able to see you guys, and was super optimistic just the way it looked the way bob was out front and he was looking around and mm-hmm. i was like oh they're, they're tracking 
<laughs> and then they roll over the hill and I couldn't see him anymore and I was like oh well ooh. like you know it's bow hunting like I don't know what's going on down there and I don't want to be the guy that messes it up <laughs> so I rolled out back to the truck and and drove around to the bottom and picked up yeah, a few guys yeah we were watching probably when you saw us we were watching that those bucks go across the next canyon and went. over the next mountain, like they were, they, they were, were gone. Done. Other couple times we spooked them, they just kind of ran off the does, you know, like did their thing. This time they were like, spooked. We're done. We're, we're tired of these guys chasing around. We're out of there. I think it was too, is they smelled us and they were like, you know, when they can smell you, but they can't see you. Mm-hmm. They have no, they don't know how close you are, what's going on. And then they came running out, and when we were coming running out, James was like, I'm going to push it back to Bob. And he and he kind of ran at him, and then they saw him, and they were like, oh! Yeah. So then they, they, they knew. Did. They they were, and then they, they were, were like, we are out yeah, of here. They didn't like it, but they did hook hard to the left. Yeah. And so I was like, chance. maybe that is going to work, but... Didn't. Didn't. Yeah, so we regroup. We're, we're, we're down to the... Tomorrow's the last day, so we're down to like one more hunt, and then tomorrow. So we're really kind of rethinking this whole thing. We decided to cover new country. Yep. So we're gonna go out to that other road that we a spot we hadn't been to yet that Mm -hmm. is suspect. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys went out there. No, no, no. That we all were gonna go there. We were all gonna go there, but then we kind of thought. Well, we ran into the rhino. Yeah. The other guys, and they told us they just came from there. Yeah. Razor. Yeah. Razor, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the other guys hunting, we were going to go down there. And they're like, ah, we they, they were coming out of there, which is amazing how we always see the other people tag something. One other tag are, yeah. besides ours. And we keep running into these guys. But uh, anyway, so we said, well, okay, I guess we're not going to go out there. So we had another area we're going to check out. That we've been meaning to, to check out. Mm-hmm. That's a little more still honey and yeah. treed. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, might as well split up. There's another treed area. Uh, well, not as, but treed and whatnot yeah. that, that we want to check out. So we're going to go break those down. Um, we went, me and Joaquin headed out to that spot. And we didn't even really have to, we did no boots on the ground because... We just did the slow roll on this road that you can do two miles an hour on just to try to glass and because, dude, they're out. It was void of life except for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of antelope. Yeah. But other than that, there was nothing. I'm like, is that the same group? And I'd look over and see another group. And then another group. There was antelope. I mean, there was groups of like 50. Big Did groups. They, they were just the whole refuge was just. They were all in there, and there. I thought, I, I should have been hunting over here <laughs> for antelope last year. You know, yeah. um, so the the habitat was poor for uh, mule deer. The water sources weren't there, um, and there was no reason to uh, take it any further than that. So it was, a, it was kind of like our trip to the other side of the unit. It was another wasted um, scouting trip, and it just uh, confirmed 
uh, where the food source and the water is is where the deer are at, and that is where we're camping, you know, in that vicinity where we're hunting. Mm-hmm. The good news is we've got some ground that we haven't covered that has good habitat, we think. Yeah, we got, uh, we're, we're going to bail on the deer we've been chasing because we've chased them all so many yeah. times. And we're pretty wh- keyed up. And what happened with your yeah, evening? You had an evening hunt. Yep. So we split up and there's a couple of areas way on the other end that we haven't been to. And like you said, you want to make sure when you hunt a place like this, you're like, the rest of the year you're going to be looking back like, what could I have done differently or, you know, yeah. what did I miss? Like, I sh- I should have went out here. I should have went out there. And there's been a place we were kind of thinking. And uh, so I thought, you know, what the heck? I'm going to go out there. So I went all the way out there, took took the ranger. It's like 20 miles out in the desert, basically. And I went out there. There was no water, no tracks. So I thought, oh, what, what the heck? You know, so I, I went all the way to the end, to the edge of the our unit, basically. <clears throat> Didn't see anything, so I came back, and there's a couple big, long ridges that go out, and they got juniper, and it looks good. It looks really good, and I'm like, there's got to be, you know, now I know I'm like, I'm looking for that needle in the haystack, that giant buck. You always hear rumors of these giant bucks in this place, and that's kind of what, you know, we're trying to find, and so I thought, well, I'll just, nobody's been anywhere out there, so... And it's, you know, it's miles out this ridge. So I parked and I just threw my pack on and went for a little hunt. It was nice. It's nice to get out and go for a hunt. And I didn't see any deer or deer tracks or deer sign. I did see a lot of elk sign and saw a herd of elk, nice bull, and a couple coyotes. And scratched that off. Yeah. <laughs> so came back to camp and we both kind of had the same same experience didn't see anything in our other spots so we got an, we got one maybe two little places to check tomorrow yeah i mean like bob alluded to i mean we're not going to get to hunt this place again not not in this uh time frame uh, probably ever again and got one more day to to go and enjoy it and mm-hmm. It's been enjoyable, for sure, and it's just, uh, you kind of go by the seat of your pants, and, um, yeah, I don't know, I've learned a a ton. I think we have some good... We needed some better weather. Weather would be good. Some cold weather, some snow. It was pretty exciting when uh, we regrouped and kind of sat down here and pulled the maps out and pulled out the the onyx and started looking at everything and then realized that oh there might be some good country yep yeah we it's a good really little chunk it looks real good that was really yeah. exciting little spot we haven't checked yeah, yeah we're, we're eating good here in camp uh, bob uh brought some back straps brought an elk heart he brought some elk burger yeah um we had some uh, Rocky Mountain goat burger that Joaquin had given me. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we've been eating good and lots of fresh vegetables. Eat some fresh deer meat. 
We need some fresh. Tomorrow night, hopefully. Heart Mountain, heart Ooh. in the skillet. Sizzling. Oh, man. That'd be good. That'd be great. Um, we've been working hard at it. and I think tomorrow's the day, man. Tomorrow's the day. It's got to be. Man. Nothing left on the table. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why we just pushed into the, all those other places. Like, I just don't even want to be happy to see a big old bruiser. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said today. I said, man, I just want to see one of those. We uh, ran into town and got gas. And when we stopped at this little store yesterday, there was just these pictures on the wall of just, like, that's here? This you know? place is known for non-typical. Yeah. Freak nasty bucks, if they can make to the age class. and Which they don't much anymore. Much anymore. Lots of split, split tines and even drop tines yeah. on these bucks. Um we haven't seen that 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 kind of uh, age class on them. I, mean, I think they're around. I mean, I think there's places that they can be. Yeah, they could. They they're probably on. hiding right now. Yeah. Just waiting for tune their cud. Waiting for it to be good. Right to really kick it's in. really not. It's like that we were talking about today. It's like, you know, I don't know anything about mule deer, but for blacktail, it's you, you think it's starting, and you see bucks chasing does, and you're like, there's no big bucks left. They're all gone. It's just little bucks. A fork and horn shouldn't have all those does. Yeah. And then six days later all of a sudden mm. the real buck shows up because now yeah. the does are actually in cycle yeah and then you're like oh that's where he is and he's pulled one off he's pulled that doe and yeah. has her by herself and so i think we're just at that pre-rut or early stage of the rut where they're taking inventory and like that was today those those two bucks were working the same does they weren't fighting each other they yeah. were working as a team almost and they left as a team yep and we've seen quite a bit of does without bucks yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. early. Yeah. yeah. But it could I change wish it was early day. in the hunt, but the hunt is yeah. not early. Could have yeah. been a lot worse, though. It could have been a heat wave. Yeah. Yeah. If it would have been yeah, hot it's, or it's something. Been, guys have gotten it. Chilling. I read where guys got it. Where guys got the 65, 70 degree yeah. Yeah. shorts and t shirt weather for yeah. this hunt. And what are those deer doing? Yeah. Yeah. They're bad enough in the and shade. That's not what we've had, like, not freezing, like, get them up and running, but they are. I mean, they're out moving. We're seeing them. Yeah. Like, yeah. So. yeah. Could yeah. be worse, that's for sure. We've had fun chasing bucks. We'll chase some more tomorrow. See what happens. Yeah, man. Be exciting. I, I was out there walking with Max, and it's just. Yeah. Everything's white. Mm -hmm. The inside of my tent's white. Yeah, mm. everything's frozen. Inside. Throw your shit right here, buddy. Nah, I like Throw it when I get my little thing. I'm gonna leave early in the morning. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I'll be on four dot four light probably. Maybe at light. Sure. We'll see. <laughs> see we it. What time does that plush door open? Eight. Eight o'clock. Eight to eight. I don't, I don't think I have enough gas to make it past there. Yeah, and then you got to drive. Because you go there, the other I way, head right? North, I actually head north, take a gravel road for about 20 miles and cut across to the highway that drops out of Riley. And then I head up there for probably 70, 80 miles and hit Riley, and then I hit the road. There's an archery shop. It's the, the Riley store and archery shop. Riley it's out store. in the middle of nowhere. It's awesome. I got really? stuck there coming here for my antelope hunt. Because I didn't have enough gas to proceed, and I missed 
them closing by like 30 Ooh. minutes. Ooh. But they got a little campground thing, and it was beautiful outside. It was yeah, August. Like, Sweet. I got all my gear with me. Yeah, and I was early to the hunt by like four days or five yeah. days, so I pulled in there, and I just crashed out bivvied, and, and uh, then I checked out their archery store. Uh-huh. And yeah, they got a bunch of cool pictures. And so you're in the middle of nowhere. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Is that by Bend? Or no, on the way to Bend. It's it's like uh, 15 miles from Burns, in between Bend and Burns. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big town of Riley. The brother's buddy has a ranch there. Hmm. I mean, coming from the coast yeah. to, to run up into the desert, it's just, it's just so weird. It's so it's diverse. Different. Yeah. Dude, the same thing for me. It's like... It's another world. I like driving here. Just like the drive, I love, I'm just like... Coming over that pass, I came up through my 199, and then, and then uh, I don't know what it was, and then went went through what was that? Lakeview. Lakeview. Went through Lakeview and then came out here. Yeah. So day seven is coming gone. The hunt's over. Yep. No bucks in the trap. No. And I still want to come back. Yeah, it was. It's, it's a neat place. It's just the place. Yeah. It's the. It's. It's a. It's a wild place. It's a special place. And it could. I wish it was what it used to be. It's not as in bad a shape as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, we saw a lot of deer. I think just the weather didn't cooperate. You know, we didn't have the. Cold, cold weather, but. Last night and tonight is getting cold, but we're just pretty warm for November. It was warm during the, the day. Rut, yeah, the rut hasn't really. I mean, so kicked in hard. I showed up several days before the hunt, and it was just does everywhere, and I couldn't find a buck. I couldn't turn one up. We were wondering if we had to find a different part of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And then Halloween comes, and pff, there's just a buck with every group, and I'm like, we're in. I'm like. This is going to happen like there. Because we were wondering if the rut. Because it's early. Yeah. It's early. You know? And so. But they were ready ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they were checking, checking, like, first three, four days of a hunt. It was, it was moving upward. Yep. And Joaquin showed up on the fourth. Yep. Fourth. Mm-hmm. I was here the evening of the. Third, third, third day. Yeah. So we yeah. hunted the fourth, yeah. Four, and, and it was like, ooh, they're just everywhere. Yep. And then it was like, the yeah, fifth, sixth, seventh is still dropping off, and it was like, there's just groups of does everywhere with no bucks again. Yeah. yeah. And all those, you know, the five or six bucks we were seeing. Because the rut hasn't happened. It's yeah, just they, it's like, like premature you said, with, like they, and just a little pressure from a little mm-hmm. bit of hunting, and they were taking inventory. Yeah. They're kind of getting in there, checking every doe. They were like, oh, you know, they're getting, getting, you know, getting it figured out again. Mm-hmm. And then once they realized that nothing was ready, they just, and like you said, the pressure. Yeah. Once yeah. the pressure became too much, then they just bounced. Yeah, all the like we have searched this whole place. <laughs> we have searched. Yeah. This and, whole place. And the deer. All the most of the deer we did find some this morning a long ways from here. I mean, they are where you few, find them a few does and a couple little bucks, but the majority of the deer are right out here behind camp. And uh, I think we saw most of them. 
Yeah. And not only did we see most of them, but through our diligent just get, getting after it, you got to shut the best one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we were hoping to see some freak nasty Willie Diesel daddy, but the best buck we found, yeah, you were able to slide in there uh, and, and get a shot. So I mean, that's an accomplishment in its own. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, he was wound up and it didn't work, and we talked about that earlier, and it, the listeners will have already heard that. But the place is beautiful. Um, I can't. I don't know how we can use words to describe it today. Really, kind of, we I, successfully. I think we kind of took the needle and thread and sewed it all up and seen the beauty of it all. I mean, I mean, I, there's no way we can see the beauty of all of Heart Mountain in a, a week, but ten days. Yeah. But it's nice here. It was pretty incredible. Like when we found those uh, petroglyphs, the, it was a trip because I was sitting there. You guys kind of wandered off. You were looking at them, and I was looking at some of them taking photos, and it was, it, I had this little bit of moment where I was watching you guys, and I was like, I was like, these guys have the tag for this place, and here they are crawling over rocks and looking at Indian petroglyphs and having a great time, and, oh, not, and it's the last day of the hunt, and we spent, dude, we spent... 45 an minutes an hour climbing around these things and I was, was like cool. these guys got it figured out it was cool they know it's important right you know dude, like they're so soaking special. it all in it was what? so special dude, to see those so cool. I was freaked out like seeing these goat creatures all and, kinds of stuff yeah man and and, and, and flakes everywhere it, just flakes from them working arrowheads obsidian obsidian and it was all like over and it was a clear piece, piece of I don't know what that was yeah, yeah. mule deer all these uh, drawings, big goats and big horns, elk. elk and dudes with big cocks and <laughs> dude boobs and yeah, sperm, sperm, sperm snakes, snakes, snakes and their snakes. It was all kinds more, of crazy stuff on the rocks, and it were just like, it wasn't like we were in a cave. It was like we were driving down this road, giant dude, boulders, and there was just these big boulders under giant beautiful rim rock, yeah, mm-hmm. near and, lakes. And uh, Bob, Bob's like, there's got to be some petroglyphs around here somewhere. And we look over, and they're like, James, like, is that one? And we're like, oh, no, some Yahoo drew a target on a rock and started shooting at it. And then we look right next to us, and there they are. There's the real ones. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. it was it was just, and then, you're, though, so then we, I started looking around. I was, like, trying to put it together. I was like, oh, this is a pinch point. All these animals got to come around this big, yeah. there's a mace up there to get around the edge of the lake. They come through here. You guys are standing behind these rocks. Dude. Killing stuff. I... Can't wait to um, bring my daughters here and um, view arrowheads. And uh, I mean, there's just so much to do and see. Petroglyphs. Petroglyphs. Found old, you know, there's old cabins cabins. around. And And, you know, you expect to see old cabins and old barns and old houses. Yeah. But you don't expect to be on a wildlife refuge. And find a custom-built steel sunhouse. Sunhouse in the middle of the desert. It's abandoned. Yeah. yeah, in the refuge. Yeah. Whoa! Like built in the seventies. Just the mystery. Hippie. Like no, there was nothing about it. How it was there? Why? So it was there. weird. And I, we'll, we'll put stuff up on our Instagram so you guys can see. I mean, it's 
It was a trip, man. Like, this place is... It's incredible. It's incredible. Like, mm-hmm. Totally incredible. Yeah. Um, someone was living right there for a short period of time. Yeah. Just like the guy that lived in the cabin down the way a hundred years before mm-hmm. that, he was living right, too. Yep. Or the yep. guy further up around the canyon that maybe was there in that, that old stone house mm-hmm. maybe 200 years ago. Yeah. One of my favorite things about it was that it wasn't... You know, a lot of the times you'll go to uh, parks or areas and they get a lot of traffic and a lot of people and it's just trampled down. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you're the you know, millionth person to walk over here and look at this. It was none of that. Yeah. It just felt like... You know, it, it felt like it was just part of the natural environment. And then here were these petroglyphs, and here was this cabin all grown over, and you know, here was all this cool stuff. But it didn't look like it was trampled down. It didn't look like it's it had remote. Been well, well it's definitely remote. But Southeast Oregon's remote. Yeah, yeah, it's remote. Like, I like it. Yeah, we've seen them on the way out too. We we're just like, yeah, checking randomly. Like, oh, like some, yeah, we were glassing up petroglyphs. Yeah. Changed from <laughs> glassing up deer to glassing yeah. up petroglyphs. Yeah, yeah. It's no doubt, and it's, I mean, from the hot springs uh, to the Native American, you know, just the feel here. here. Yeah. yeah. And the colors, and just the, it's it's very diverse uh, for the desert. You yeah. Know, big old growth, sage, mm-hmm. uh, bitter brush. And, and it's always cool to hunt somewhere, too, where, you know, this place has really good genetics and you know back in the day rich heritage for archery giant bucks taken out of here archery for thousands of years years. yeah yes for thousands and so just just to hunt a place like that where i mean we hunted it hard we did the best we could to know where any any little draw you glass up into you there could be one left i don't know if there is doubtful now but Dude, we we but left it chance, all you know? out on we left it all out on the sage man yeah i mean we we tried every little trick in the book uh we were uh, out before first light and back uh, at dark every night and um yeah we, we tore it up dude covered it pretty good uh five five hunters get to do this every year mm-hmm. and uh Two of them gave up in the middle, for whatever reason. For you know, gave up or yeah. had to had to. They only had so many days allotted. Whatever reason, didn't find what they were looking for. Um, but uh, and I think today we had the mountain to ourselves. Yeah. So last we, guy left must have pulled out this morning, not hunting. Yep. So. And so we we uh, we stuck to it, and it was a tough hunt. We knew it was gonna be, but whew, how awesome. It was how beautiful it was, and I, I'm thankful to have uh, you guys here. And um, we had uh, Max, uh, um, uh, a friend of mine from way back when, who dropped back into our lives, and not a hunter, just a um, super nice guy from uh, the city, uh, yeah. a, just a regular city guy. Did the change yeah. that this place? impacted on that guy like it just it was awe-inspiring to see him like he everywhere he looked he was like i gotta take a picture of that that's beautiful and look at this and yeah. you know i mean he just he came to take for, he came to uh take take video and pictures and and experience uh uh 
wild place and to um, changed him. Yeah, I think it changed him. I think it did too. It was a huge impact on mm. on him, and uh, it was neat to see that. Yeah, Heck and yeah. Um, I'm guilty of thinking, oh well, I don't want him to affect my experience, but I was so I, I feel um, blessed to have shared my experience with this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. It was a good crew. Like we like we got, all got along really well. You know, that's yeah. a it was a positive it was a positive hunt yeah it was the outlook was always up upbeat you know yeah. I mean do we get this place to ourselves mm-hmm. the potential in this place is incredible it like is. the potential for having a great hunt whether or not you fill your tag but yeah. the potential Ooh. of the place and, and and you get experience with without a lot of traffic and without a lot of people and and just what you're walking through and looking at and yeah where the deer are and how they're you know, defeating you, <laughs> you know, it's pretty yeah. spectacular, really. Yeah, and the, the, the pronghorn on the landscape yeah, and the bighorns and the, uh, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's, it's a, an incredible place for sure. Yeah. It's so special. I've heard about it so much, but it's just like you can't put a finger yeah. on it you come here. And even though the hunting is, I mean, subpar maybe, right? Subpar? Yeah. But I think that what made it above par was the fact that there was nobody else here. Above par, right? Yeah. I mean, like you're looking at it, it's like when you think about what it takes to get this hunt, me looking at it, you know, not having the tag, I was looking at it and I was thinking like, well, it has a reputation of, be, it used to be an incredible, you know, there was incredible quality and number of deer here and the opportunity was great. And then more recently it has this reputation of, being shot out and overhunted and there's no more bucks left and you know i mean we we saw all those things on different days where it looked like today it looked like there was no bucks left mm-hmm. but a, a few days ago we were like it's gonna happen yeah they're coming it's coming so, out strong and, and uh a good friend of mine gary wallace he's like look at the sign look at what you can see and double or triple it you just don't get to see it all. Yeah. Yeah. And even though we pounded it hard, you know, not that it's some giant 200 inch buck or anything, but there was, there were some bucks we seen once and didn't see again. And there's some, bu- you know what I mean? And there's yeah. some bucks we just didn't get to see. Yeah. And, and I, I know that for sure, but there's definitely a low buck to doe ratio. Here. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and the amount of country that you look at that is just, pristine yeah and empty yeah. is almost kind of like sad in a way too for it us sunners you know it is and especially hearing when you hear all the old stories and you can kind of imagine it and be like oh so you know like should be something there and there should be something here and so and and the highest i could be wrong about this but I'd like to get Bob's opinion. I felt like in my quick encounters, and I felt like that giant forky, the opening warning, was the most mature buck I've seen here. Um, just by his big, thick body and his nose and his. I think I think he was the most rutted up, but I don't think, think he, he was the most mature. mature. No, he's that one that you got a chance at. He was just a big old swollen. Neck. No, that was the four by three. I think that. Pretty boy buck we chased was probably the oldest buck, oldest buck. we chased. Okay. You know, and then, you know, the one I got a shot, shot at, at was the 
and still biggest. four and a half year old deer. I mean, there's no yeah. true like into that real hot. So so they just be, you know what I mean. So last year they were three and a half year old deer, mm-hmm. like. Those real big hog daddies, if they're here, they're not here, or if the cats are eating them because they're so solitude, I don't know. I was really hoping to see one. I don't think yeah. I've seen any. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see. There one. was one. Uh, even that one that um, Max got photos of down by the lake. A buck was thirty inches, but yeah. I mean, he was thirty inches wide. Yes, yeah, super probably. wide. And he but laid living, up. Living but he was an easy young. life on alfalfa. Yeah. I think it was feed and, and genetics, right? But he was a but young, he was young buck. Young buck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not seeing. Hopefully, any... he gets tired of that easy life and he wants a challenge and he comes up on the hill. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you know you could be right. The the, the fork and horn. It was just cold and his neck was just yeah. all huge and he was yeah. just rotten hard. Yeah. And I was close to him. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, there he is. But um, I, we just didn't see any of those like true like grandpa no. bucks. No. You know, that I've seen in a few other places that I've hunted, you know, one or two of or whatever. Which, that, I yeah, guess we've had a we've had a lot of discussions about why that is. Yeah. And uh, we don't know, obviously. We're not biologists, but... This is an antelope. It's a, re- it's a national refuge, so they don't allow predator. any predator hunting. Zero. So no... Co- co- we see a lot of coyotes every day. And we the coyotes out. have a kind of a, a swagger about them, like, eh. And yeah. you saw a coyote kill today. Yeah, I seen a coyote kill today. I mean, I think that, yeah, I mean, not an expert, on a yearling. but a lion would, yeah, on a yearling, it was tore up all over the brush. Yeah. Yeah. Tore up all over the brush. It was torn out everywhere mm-hmm. and eaten up pretty good. Wasn't buried. Like Wasn't buried, wood yeah. Or anything. yeah. So they took took one of the young ones down and tore it up. Yeah. And uh, it sounded like that's what me and Max, we had listened to one for about a half an hour and we walked in the dark and put the bright light on him and saw him scouring every which way and we didn't walk all the way over there but um there's a lot of coyotes there's a lot yeah. of dogs i was mm-hmm. seeing four or five yeah. dogs a day oh at least yeah yeah and the lions you know yeah which you don't those. see yeah <laughs> yeah don't yeah. see those but the guys talk about the habitat for them is phenomenal dude yeah they, they talk about no none of the big bucks being up high because yeah. that's where the lions are. And that's where that's probably where those bucks were escaping people yeah. getting old. And so now they're not up high, so they're down low, and they're not escaping the people anymore. Yeah. yeah. Double-edged exactly. sword. Yeah. You know? But the place, everywhere you looked, I mean, glassing, there was a lot of time I was glassing. I was expecting. You know, when, you get, when you're glassing good country, you get that high level of anticipation of that you're like, there's, there's going to be something living here. And there just was so much ground that you looked at, and you were like... Why is there not even a deer here? You know? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, oh, you only need one or whatever. Yep. There's a few places, like now, with it being over, that I'm like, and we know what those places are. Um, where Bob missed his buck, particularly. Um, where, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to say names of places, but. Um, where we think that a giant deadhead was found. I mean, mm-hmm. those places are pretty prime. I mean, that seems yeah. to be the, the mm-hmm. hottest uh, spots for habitat. And I think, like you said, we covered it hard. I mean, I think the only thing we didn't do is we didn't go up on top, which we probably was going to not 
be very fruitful and we can go around that that is that the south what bend yeah, is that the very the, end yeah and that's how all hunts are you gotta yeah that we, place we is did, intriguing though right because we, we were below up, it today and, we did go mm-hmm. up top though we just didn't spend a ton of time up there we yeah. spent an afternoon up there we hiked yeah. all the way up there yep. we glassed that draw yep. which looked pristine it looked which pristine. was right above where we saw the big one and, yeah and it was not a deer you know no. yeah um, and when you only have seven days, you gotta cut something it's, out. Yeah, it's like man, you just you, you can't spend two enough. days looking any we spot. We spent a day and a half of scout. I mean, we had to, right? Like, I mean, I did get over and scout yeah. a little, yeah. you know. But we went out into the northeast corner, and me and Joaquin rolled out. Uh, yeah, on the north end, and north, I last night I went down yep, to the very sa- south, south end. end. And, Hiked a big rim out there. And, and it was just keep like, oh, the deer are yeah. here. Yeah, They're not and, there. And, you know, going out there and hiking through that stuff. like we And you guys too last night. We just, you didn't even see a deer track. Yeah. Like, you hike out this old, this rim where these junipers on top. And, and you could tell that at one point, like, oh, this was yeah. a big buck bed. Yeah. Like, you could just tell. Yeah. But you could also see that nothing had bedded there in years. Yeah. Years. Things have changed. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, oh, it's, 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 it's kind of like an emptiness, you know, that kind of yeah. adds to it. It's like, it's, it's, it's almost like we were saying that when a place is at its carrying capacity for animals, there are deer in a lot of places. But then as the capa- as the, the number of animals get smaller, they get tighter and tighter to the better places. And it's almost like this place is constricting. Mm-hmm. It's just, they're just sucking in, sucking in, sucking into the very best and very, the places that they can get away from people get away from lions and i think mm-hmm. as they, they stop using that habitat that habitat changes too because yep. they're not using it anymore and so yep. they're not pulling all that brand new shoots off of everything yep. that's causing everything to stay yep. it starts to get stale and stagnant yeah and it takes time to bring that back and i think that we today was like a day of we, we went and kind of hit that lower ground that we hadn't hit and like Joaquin um, alluded to we we dove into some of the things that make Heart Mountain Heart Mountain, and it it, it made us reflect on it and, and mm-hmm. like how can we fix it? Like what mm-hmm. can we do? What can we do to get involved? Who can we talk to? Who can we bring? What what what's the answer? And I think that that pe- a lot of people can relate to that. Um, it seems like it's. A, a common theme like it's not what it used to be or whatever and i don't know how much of that's always true or not true but here there's proof yeah you know there's proof there's uh the stories have been told the pictures have been taken um and man, yeah and you guys went yeah i mean you guys last night went to a place where an old timer good friend of yours yeah. and you know an artist that used to be like he loved hunting there like that's yeah. where they killed the big bucks yeah and there's just Ooh nothing nothing yeah. and you even called another old timer and yeah. said hey we're heading out of here and he said well there might be yeah there there's a buck. small chance there might be one buck out there and you're talking a big you know mountain yeah. and he said but you know go check if, if there's water here you know check that and, yeah. you know it's yeah. it's it's kind of sad in a way but it's some, sure. if it's something that you love i mean you can either you know you can either say well place is lost 
Or you can say, man, how can you get, how can you help? Or how, like you're saying, what can you do? If you love something or, and you see the potential and you want it to get good again, you can just try to do what you well, can do. Well, it has so much history and it's so special that it's not just some little spot that, yeah. it, that a lot of guys have that dried up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it actually needs attention because it's exactly. it's beyond this little spot that dried up. Yeah. It's um, historically it's, significant. It's historically significant to... Um, archery to um, uh, wild places in Oregon. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's Heart Mountain. Yeah. I mean, this place is... And I don't know what the answers are. I really don't. I mean, as a, as a hunter, of course, I want to see more wild life on this wild landscape. Yeah. Um, I was excited to get to come because I it's a tag I'll never draw. And just to come out, you know, like to come along and, and come along come on a hunt and be invested in the hunt and looking and glassing and finding critters and figuring out how we're going to put a stock on them and you know i wanted because i've heard you know i'm from california and so i don't know much i didn't even know where this place was but i'd heard about it and i'd heard and when people would say it they would say you know they'd say oh what do you got planned this year oh oh, i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go along i've got some friends to get the heart mountain tech well heart mountain you know, it just, it it's it was a completely different tone of voice, you know, and it was it's a special place to people from, from all over, like you said. Just It's so special that the guys that know it's not what it used to be still keep co- trying to come back. Yeah, yeah. And a new guy like me, who is like, ah, it's not what it used to be, I knew it wasn't, I still want to come back. I want to bring my family here, I want to show my kids this, mm-hmm. because the landscape is awesome, and I feel like there's a chance. There's this, the river that I grew up on is the Eel River, and it was a, an incredible steelhead and salmon fishery. And then <clears throat> through some devastating floods and some timber harvest practices that, you know, they weren't really sustainable, those fisheries collapsed. And we have this saying where you'll talk to the, to the guys that fished it before that, and when it was unreal. I mean, it was world-class fishery. And, you know, they'll say, they just don't fish anymore. It's just painful. And, the, and, you know, you kind of refer to it as casting the ghosts. Because you're going down there and you're, you know what it used to be like. And you're casting in there and you're expecting and there's just nothing. And it's a painful thing. Mm-hmm. And but, but they keep going back, you know. And that's what this place kind of seems like. It seems like you're... Today I felt like I was glassing for ghosts. You know, a lot <laughs> of the times I was like, the, okay, breaking apart this drainage and looking at it. And I was like, that right there, that's the spot. That's where he'd be. Mm-hmm. I mean that's the best bed in the whole place, yeah. and then like you said, that's a bed. You can tell there used to be a bed there, but it's yeah. all filled in with needles now. Yeah. You know, and there's just and like you said, n- there's no fresh n- nibs on any of the shoots. It's yeah. all grown out. It's just and you're like gray. It used to be here. Yeah, it just yeah. had that look to it. You're like oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the sign. I mean, yeah, the sign. As you mature as a hunter, you learn. <laughs> That it you don't have to see animals you you just have to see sign you have to see that, that they live here and they use this and it was yeah. like well they're not here they're not using this yeah and uh, um, yeah I mean I, I hope that uh, um, the people involved are looking at it and I hope that we can bring some attention to it I mean I don't want to be be a big whiner or crybaby I mean no. It's, it's not like people are failing this place. I know people care about it, 
Um, but I think it's complicated. It, I think it's complicated. The thing about it is, I don't think that this hunt. There's a lot of hunts that you look into in your research, and you base them based on the fact of your chance of killing it. <clears throat> you know, a trophy class animal, or I feel like this place has that. But but instead, the reason that people are burning the points that they're burning to hunt this place is because it is Heart Mountain. Yeah. It's not about killing an animal. It's about the hunt. It's about hunting a place where people have hunted for a thousand years, yeah. thousands of years, however long. Yeah. And people who are your heroes, you've heard stories of them talking about, you know, hunting this drainage or here, or I killed a buck down here. You just want to go and set foot there, yeah. whether or not there's bucks there or not. Yeah. Or seeing the... the the taxidermy on friends yeah. or or sportsmen's big big box stores in Oregon or the bar and, and plush and the bar and plush and realizing they're from here and you're like yeah. oh that's from there that's from yeah. there that's from there oh my gosh mm-hmm. and so it's just exciting yeah um, well, and, and you always you know you always hear like oh whether it's true or not you know even before you listen oh somebody saw a great big one here mm-hmm. or somebody saw a great big one there you know there's always that that tail, the mystery, yeah, which is yeah. part of hunting. I mean, there's hot tubs dug in the dirt in the yeah. earth, and yeah. it's 17 degrees outside, and you can get into 90 degree water. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy place. Yeah, with the stars that are yeah. like just no interruptions, and the air is so pristine, and the Native American lifestyle. Of from hundreds of years ago is still evident. I've never seen a place with so many just like fragments, like chips and like you know chunks from flaking and yeah. arrowhead. Pe- I mean, just like it's crazy. And I can tell from the people that live around here, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm living the slow life, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, enjoy your visit. Yeah, that's right. You know, you're going home. Yeah, <laughs> you're going home, and I'm still gonna be here. Yeah. I'm gonna come up here on a Wednesday. <laughs> but dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to this, dude. Yeah, um, I've got it wrapped up, sewed up, and I gotta take it home with me. Yeah, it's not gonna be in the freezer, and I don't get to feed it to my family. But it's got a lot of value. Yeah, sure. I agree. So until the next one, yeah, you know, the next adventure. I think we're already planning them, and we've all got long trips home. Uh, Joaquin, you know, we all want to thank you for coming out and uh, helping us uh, put your big eyes on the mountains and <laughs> uh, spot up critters and follow us around and whatnot. Dude, this is my first mule deer hunt. Did yeah. <laughs> I mean, I read about about it, but it was uh, it was exciting. It was really fun and it was neat to see where they live. And I do have to, you know, I have to. Uh, I told James that mule deer were stupid. We were out there and we were driving around. I go, dude, these things are dumb. I'm like, these are not blacktail at all. I go, blacktail would never be out here. And then today, they use the landscape differently. Dude, well, today we looked at all the same doe groups in all the same places, and there was no bucks out. And I was like, well, now they're blacktail. All of a sudden, the does are out and the and they're and the bucks are gone. They do it differently, but they're not dumb. Yeah. Yep. So, awesome. Uh, Any any concluder there, Bob? No, it was a good time. It's always good to hunt field deer during the rut, even though we're a little pre-rut. It's good to be in the desert. Spent a lot of time in the desert this year, so that was good. It's good hanging out with you guys and getting to go hunt with some different guys. And uh, I think we 
We turned it up hard, man. Yeah, we grinded it out. Yeah. Yeah. We left it out all, all out in the sage. Yeah. Well, till the next one. Over and out. Thanks again for listening. I'm sorry if that one was a little long-winded. Please stay tuned. We do have some really exciting guests lined up for you guys this fall and winter. We're also giving away a Kafaro backpack right now. So go to the Instagram page. If you guys are on Instagram, it's an Instagram giveaway. If you're not on Instagram, uh, it's probably worth uh, joining and getting on there and seeing all our content. Uh, We've got a lot of photos that go along with the podcast that we're putting out there. And we are currently giving away a Kafaro backpack, so get on Instagram, check that out. Don't forget to tell your friends about the podcast. We definitely appreciate all the support from the listeners. You can email us at tradquestpodcast at gmail.com. We'd also like to thank Kafaro International, Andy Ponce over at Addictive Archery, Sherwood Shafts, best damn arrow shafts going. If you're not a member to the National Traditional Bowhunting Organization, Compton Traditional Bowhunters, you need to be. Check them out. They're on social media, Facebook, Instagram. And always, keep the wind in your face, pick a spot, and shoot straight. Frosty before the sun comes up, the geese are on the wing. The deer are fat and happy, no, they don't suspect a thing. I can't take it any longer, I've got to breathe some air. The only cure for what I've got is a week or so out there. I've got Nimrod neurosis, longbows on the brain. I'm an outdoor junkie through and through, hunts my middle name. Thank you.